Hey, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Infinite Crypto Cruisers. Hey there, folks. This is Brad Varnell. This is the Infinite Crypto YouTube channel. And today I am excited to share an amazing guest on the channel today. I've got a gentleman here that has just had amazing success in cryptocurrency. But even more than that, he's an author. He's a marketer. He's done a lot of things in life that are very, very successful. And I'm always a big proponent of a uh, pitcher is worth a thousand words. So I just want to show you here. This is his website, CryptoFactor.net. And this is Paul from the Crypto Factor. And just, you know, right here, I just want to read this. Paul himself has had multiple successes in his career. He's an author, a sales and marketing expert, and a vlogger specializing in cryptocurrencies. You guys have probably seen him on Around the Blockchain. And I've really gotten to, to watch a lot of his content lately because we got to know each other on Around the Blockchain. And, uh, you know, some of his videos have struck me as just amazing, a different perspective a lot of times than you're going to see from other cryptocurrency YouTubers. And I was excited when he agreed to come on my channel. He's got an amazing YouTube channel, 30,000 plus followers. And without any further ado, let me bring Paul onto the stream. How you doing, buddy? Thank you, Brad. I'm doing great, man. It's great to see you again. Great to see you, too. Yeah, let's uh, let's get right into this. You know, I know it's uh, late, about ten o'clock p.m. for you. Uh, you know, out in uh, in Greece, I think you are. Yeah. I'm jealous. I wish I, I, you know, I'm gonna have to come uh, hang out with you. How far away do you live from the beaches? Are you close to beaches? Or are you inland aways? So I've got two houses. Um, this one's about ten minutes away, maybe fifteen by foot. The other one's about eight minutes away by foot. Okay, cool. Yeah. So. One of the things that I love to do on these, you know, uh, live streams with with special guests is give you an opportunity to kind of tell the story behind the story. Right. Uh, you know, most people kind of see us successful. And then in order to give some people hope that are kind of maybe struggling and going through some challenges, just kind of, you know, maybe go back to your childhood or your early adulthood. Just give wow. us a little bit of a roadmap of how you got to be where you are today. Well, I'll, I'll try and I'll try and give you the short version. Um, I've been in sales and marketing all my life. I remember when I was a kid in in England, my dad used to bring toys. I used to try and sell them. <laughs> but um, so I moved to Greece when I was about eleven years old, and I guess I was always an entrepreneur. I mean, I went door to door trying to sell my comics, um, uh, trying to tell people to buy them for their kids so they can learn English, which was kind of funny. Um, I worked in the restaurants as a, a, a very young age at the golf course. I always liked working, always liked making money. Um, but I did a lot of things in my life uh, from sales and marketing over 25 years for sales and marketing and consumer psychology, hotels, bodyguarding. I used to have my own nightclub. Uh, there's just so many things. I was an MC, successful one, a director, a producer. And what I learned is anything you put your mind to, you can actually do. And I never finished school, never finished high school, but there's always a way to do what you want to do, whether it's becoming a director, whether it's becoming a reporter, it doesn't matter. I did it. I was an actor. I've done a lot of stuff. So it's just a matter of thinking outside the box, but at the same time, thinking inside the box. You have to be able to differentiate because sometimes you're thinking too much out the box. And I know this is sounding very philosophical right now, but it's true. Um I think the best way to start, though, is how I got into cryptocurrency. See, in 2016, um, I had a lot of struggles in my life as well. Not everything was dandy as it, was, it sounded. Uh, in 2016, I was diagnosed with non aggressive non-Hodgkin's uh, mantle lymphoma, which is cancer. And um, I actually I knew I was going to lose a lot of money again. And I knew I uh, had to go through a procedure that was chemotherapy and bone marrow transplant. Now, at the time, my parents were with me. I had a lot of help. I actually lived with my parents. A lot of Greek people do that, even though I had my own money. Now, as I fought this disease, I knew I had to win time and recreate myself online. Why? Because at the time, I was producing move, uh, YouTube. Sorry, I was producing music videos, but I was also emceeing. Now, you've ever heard Eminem say no one wants to see their grandfather rap? Well, no one wants to see a dying cancer patient on stage either. 
<laughs> so, I was wondering why they wouldn't hire me back then. Anyway, it quickly became apparent that I had to recreate myself online, which is uh, and win time. So I don't have to start from zero. I figured that it'll take me a year to get better, which was on the money. And um, I would have to reinvent myself online, which is what I did. I wrote my first two books. I wrote Success IAO, which is that one right there, Improvise, Adapt, Overcome. Probably the best book I've ever written with the stupidest title I could think of at the time. And then I also wrote The Closers Part 3 with living legend Ben Gay III. I was actually a fan of Ben Gay back in my timeshare days because I used to work timeshare. I read his books. We wrote The Closers Part 3 together. I also started my first YouTube channel, uh, which was by, by my name, Paul Democrito. So I did that. And as soon as I beat cancer, about a year after, I started mentoring a company, a telecommunication company. And I always wanted to buy Bitcoin, didn't know how. And that's when the, um, the, the owner's brother-in-law showed me Bitcoin, Ethereum. That's when I got into it, started buying it, instantly knew I wanted to get into cryptocurrency because it was a trend. Um, I knew it was going to go places. So I literally, as soon as my contract finished, I cold called my way into becoming a CMO in a company in Poland against my doctor's orders, moved to Poland um, and started working as a CMO. Um, that was kind of iffy. I quit the first time, got fired the second time. Um, but the problem was I came back to agree. I didn't agree with their marketing. I thought it was going to shit. And it did, by the way, sorry about my language. Um, I came back to Greece to find my house burnt down, my beach house. Uh, that's one of the houses I mentioned, by the way. Um, and my mother had cancer and my sister had cancer. So my sister died soon after. And then also my mother passed away in my arms from cancer as well. Now, I kept fighting. Obviously, there was some time where I was with my mother and she was making and everything. She got me to blockchain. She made me go to Decentraland. Um, decentralized, sorry. Um, and she helped me out a lot. So did my dad. Um, I started working cryptocurrency. I wanted to get known in cryptocurrency. That's when I wrote the book, The Crypto Factor, which I interviewed anybody who was anybody in crypto, from most successful people to pioneers. Uh, people like Andreas Antonopoulos, John McAfee, Roger Veer, uh, anybody you can imagine, I interviewed them. Just cold call them. So it's all a matter of cold calling. So it's all about mindset. So I did that. Then I wrote the How to Sell a Pen, Really. Uh, and then I started writing other books like uh, Crypto Marketing Essentials and the Crypto Marketing Playbook. And that was all a play to become known in cryptocurrency, which worked. I also worked for companies, advisor. My YouTube channel took off. Uh, my other one, the Crypto Factor YouTube channel, because in the beginning, I just split, into, split the channels because I didn't want to get demonetized because of the purge back then. But then my I started working the YouTube channel because I got pissed off at uh, JP Richardson from Exodus.io. Because he was going to hire me as a vice president of marketing, but they wanted to see me have a YouTube channel with over 100,000 subscribers, even though I was managing Tone Vase's YouTube channel, which, which, which was over 100,000 subscribers. So that was kind of an internal bet that actually turned out to be good for me. Anyway, I digress. Um, I started working in cryptocurrency, then I got, I got cancer again. And uh, this was about the time when my dad also started getting sick. Now, at that time, I was working for higher ticket sales for Mintable.app and also as the head of marketing of a fully centralized and um, licensed cryptocurrency exchange. Um, unfortunately, with my dad's health and my health, my health I lost both of those jobs. Um, my dad was fighting. Uh, he also left soon after, and, I, and, I, and I'm alone but I kept on striving and kept on working uh, as much as I can. Now, I'm saying this pretty calmly, but believe me, I was crying in my sleep every night and I still do. So I just, um, I tried to make a couple of videos talking about it. I started crying. It's supposed to be a good thing to do on YouTube because you get engagement. I didn't want to do that. So I kind of practiced so it doesn't show that much. Uh, but the pain is devastating, but you have to keep moving. So you hear a lot of these rags and riches stories out there about how you get from poor, making money, and that's very easy. My message is you have to keep on going no matter what, no matter what disease you may have, no matter what's going on. There's no, just don't stop. Just have your faith, keep going. Because if you have no one, and if you have no one, if you lose people around you, and you feel like you have no choice, it's either die poor or die trying. And it's not even about money, forget the money. 
It's about looking forward to something and being able to thrive, survive, and give. And that giving, that purpose, I said the first time I got cancer, uh, if cancer doesn't kill me and I get to grow old with my friends, cancer was the best thing that could ever have happened to me back then because it gave me purpose. Now, I'd rather not have it right now, <laughs> to be quite honest. I mean, my spleen got attacked last week. Um, the pain was unbearable. Um, but hey, it, it is what it is, and uh, we keep going. So not the best introduction and most positive introduction. I hope it's inspiring, if anything. But um, No, man, I love it. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of mixed everything up there, but that's basically my story, how I'm in cryptocurrency. Yeah, that's, that's, you know, that's amazing story. And, you know, just like you said, I, it's, it's interesting. You know, they say success leaves clues and it's amazing in crypto, how many people I've talked to that are very successful and they all come back to the mindset. And, uh, you know, that was kind of what my channel was founded on. If you go back to some of my early, you know, videos, I talk about mindset a lot. I'm a huge believer Anybody can get lucky in crypto and make some money, but in order to create generate you know generational wealth and in order to create an actual life that you're excited about living, you have to get this right. If this isn't right, you will squander the money. You will you will waste it. You will lose it. You will spend it on you know on garbage, whatever the case might be. So I love the fact that you know that that's kind of part of your philosophy too. And so my community gets to kind of hear that over and over and over from a multitude of different people so that it kind of starts to sink in. And, well, uh, you know, I wanted to share. Oh, go ahead. The actual crypto factor of the book, it's all about mindset. When I interviewed yeah. everybody, it's about their mindset and the similarity so people can emulate and succeed. And a lot of people think they get rich and that's when they develop the, the mindset. No, you have to be like that before. And that's what gets you there. It's how you're wired. And the good news is you can wire yourself and get there. It's all about habits. You are the combination of your habits that you do daily. And over time, these habits actually become you. So if you practice courage, if you practice reading, if you practice this, that, whatever, that becomes you. Your habits and your hobbies are some of the most important things you can possibly uh, have in your life and play a vital role. Amen. I just pulled up this screen before we hopped on today. I bought your book. I can't wait for it to show up, but you can see right here. You just purchased this on September 16th. And uh, I am definitely looking forward, uh, you know, to reading it, but you know, the, the title here, a peek behind the blockchain and discover what it actually takes to succeed in the crypto sphere. So Folks, it's easy to find on Amazon. I definitely recommend uh, going and, and checking it out. And I can't wait to uh, do a review on it here in the in the very near future. It's going to be here soon, and I'm looking forward to reading it. Absolutely. So if I understood you correctly, you really started getting into crypto and Bitcoin in about 2017. Yes. And when did you when did you actually you know, make enough money in crypto to where it kind of, you know, created some lifestyle for you, where it actually kind of changed what you were able to do in life or, or has it, where you already made enough money to where it didn't really affect anything. So I made enough money through crypto, through trading and swing trading, but don't forget, I was also working for companies. Now, when you work in cryptocurrency companies, you get quite a bit of money. Now, depending on which country you're at, that money may or may not be a lot of money. But the, the thing is, that when you make that money, you can invest that money. So when I was working for Poland for $10,000 a month, was it 10,000 euros? Regardless, now it's the same thing. That's actually a lot of money. And now I was investing that half of that in Ethereum and Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. So that all adds up. Now I was smart enough to take profits and I, I invested a lot in cameras and equipment and books in this and that, my team. So I was um, always an entrepreneur or had the mindset of, of opening flows of money, some a lot less than what I spent, of course, but at the same time, that's what helps. And, and um, I, I, I can't say I became a multimillionaire from it, but I did make very good money and it did save my life in a way 
because when I first got cancer, actually, no, that was before crypto, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> but it, has, it did help a lot. Uh, it helped the fact I spent a lot of money to save my dad, even though he didn't make it. I spent a fortune taking him from hospital to private hospital with no insurance. Um, it helped me out with a lot of my, my stuff that I had to do, not having to go public. Um, it helps. Money helps. It, it, uh, I fixed my beach house, the one that burnt down, I told you about. I recently restored it, made it brand new. Um, and uh, bought some land and so on. But it goes up and down. I don't think that we're rich all the time. Money goes like this. It's like a stock market. So, I, you, you know, I could, you could be a, million, a millionaire one day and a hundred thousand there the next one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You invest in you, though. Invest in you and make sure you're making money. I'm making money from my books. I'm making money from YouTube. I'm making money from consulting not now because of the bear market but but, but consulting i'm making I, i'm looking to make an online course right now now i'm fighting cancer as we speak i just finished another book i'm writing we're, we're releasing an online course the closers part the, the closers online course um we, we're doing stuff i've got bitbulls.io a game that's going to be coming out soon even though that's on hold because i can't do everything it's crazy there's things you have to keep on moving you have to keep on going it's better than sitting around watching TV doing nothing. When I was when I had cancer the first time, I had a PlayStation. It was right there. The screen was right there, and I bought it so I can play PlayStation so I can get my mind off things. Within a week and a half, I sold it for half price and sent the games to my my, my nephews because it was wasting my time and I wouldn't be able to write my book. I only had like a, an hour or two a day where I was sleeping the rest of the day. That's the yeah, mindset man. you need. When I wrote the book, I couldn't write for 12 days because I had like a, I was getting injections in my spine. One went wrong. I couldn't get off bed. I couldn't write. So I actually recorded my book and sent it to the editor. It's all about here. You have to be strong here and that keeps you going. Amen. Amen. So real quick, I do oh, want to share you. God. And God, listen, when I fight cancer, when I fought cancer, never did it alone. Always had gone. God, faith always tried nutrition and always positive mindset. But without God, you're nothing. Now, I don't care what religion you are. Um, I'm Christian Orthodox. I'm Greek Orthodox. But you need to have that faith because some things are just beyond you. And then there's lots to talk about that. But I noticed you're a believer, man. I just wanted to put that out there. Uh, faith is extremely important. I'm telling you. So is the power Amen. of prayer. Amen, man. With God, all things are possible. Yes. Yes, sir. It's kind of interesting. I didn't know that about you. But it doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me a bit, you know. And so that's uh, that's fantastic. I did want to share, you know, in the title of this video, maybe it's a little bit of clickbait, but I did mention, you know, you know, the crypto factor says don't buy now. Mm. And I had a couple of people in my Telegram that were like, why not? You know, it's it's down real low. I think dollar cost averaging is great. I'm a dollar cost averager myself. But the mm. reason I put that in the title, and let me share this again real quick. Let me share my screen. And folks, I want you guys that if you haven't gone and uh, subscribed to uh, Paul, uh, Paul's uh, Crypto Factor uh, YouTube channel, go check it out. But this is the video that I'm referring to. And I watched this whole video because when I saw this title, I kind of, I bristled a little bit too. You know, you said unpopular opinion. And I thought, yeah, you're, it is an unpopular opinion. In fact, I, I kind of bristled a little bit because I really think there's some great buys. But after watching this video and understanding your perspective, I thought, you know what? Maybe maybe he's right. Maybe he's onto something here. I think that uh, so often we feel like we got to get it now. And, you know, if you if you want to expound a little bit, but what I loved is, you know, you talked about how we have some time. And I guess I've always kind of, I'm like, well, if I can buy polka dot at seven bucks and then it goes down to three, I'm not going to be that sad because I'm just going to buy some more. But I kind of like your theory where if you just wait for it to get down to three and, you know, and you're going to have some time to buy it on its way back up. And there's something mindset-wise about instead of being down 50, 60, 75% on a bunch of your positions, even though you know that come 2024, 2025, you're probably going to be happy even if you bought right now. But I love the idea like your mindset 
you can stay much more positive if you're always in the green. And I think that what you had to say in that video was uh, was powerful. So if you want to just kind of maybe just give a quick synopsis on that, on that, you sure. know, on your opinion on that, I would I would love to, to hear your thoughts on why you don't recommend buying now. Well, first of all, it's funny I was wearing the same shirt in that picture. So, <laughs> so let me let, let's explain a few things here. First of all, I don't like DCA. I think DCA is for suckers. And I'll explain why after. I like being a little controversial on my shows. When you buy cryptocurrency, whether you're investing or swing trading, doesn't matter. You need to know some TA, some basic TA. It doesn't have to be extravagant. doesn't have to be crazy. But you need to know some levels. Because what you do is you buy in ranges. Now, sometimes it makes sense to buy lower. Sometimes it makes sense to be high, buy higher. Now, when people are going to freak out whenever I say this. Buying higher makes sense. Let me explain. When the prices go down, okay, when, when you have a bear market, once you're in a bear market confirmed, which we called technical bear market a year ago, prices won't V-shape recovery. They just don't. They go up slow. It takes a while. And there's bottom formations that show up. Now, Capitulation and bottom patterns are not a price. They're a range. Okay? Now, let's do something really basic here. When, right now, Bitcoin is at what? $19,000, right? I think it was 21000 yep. 22000 when I made that video. Maybe a little bit more. Can't remember. When you have a certain range, you have support and you have resistance. Right now, we're at 19,000. I'm not looking at charts. Bear with me. It's probably about there. Now, what you want to do, since we went underneath 20K, you want to do two things. One is wait till you get above 22,500 uh, in Bitcoin, possibly 25,000. Once you get above that, that resistance, it will probably come down and meet and make it support. That's when you want to buy. Why do you want to buy there? Because you know if it breaks down again, that's when you get out. That's number one. So you actually buy higher because it makes sense. Now, if it doesn't and it keeps on going down, then you look at the next range, which for me is 15.6K to 17K. I actually called 17K seven, eight months ago. So I said 20K if we break 17K. And that's where my bet is. That's where my bottom is. I think that's when we're going to make a bottom. 15 to 17K. I actually have a bet with Gareth Soloway. A uh, few macro things might be wrong. Doesn't matter. Maybe we go to 14K. But that's either way, me and Gareth are both buying on the way down. The difference is we don't DCA. We don't dollar cost average. Or at least I don't. And the reason is this. If you were dollar cost averaging since the top, you're screwed. You buy the dip, it goes down more. You buy the dip, it goes down more. You buy the, you're, just, you're just shooting yourself in the leg. What you want to do is you want to DSA. And that's a coin I termed. And it's called dollar swing average. And it's just a nice way of telling people, hey, learn technical analysis, buy on the swing lows. Right? You're in no rush. This is a longer trend. Forget the news. Forget what you hear. It's a longer trend. We've been seeing this. So there's no rush. You can buy higher and still make a lot of money. And you can even buy more if it goes down and have accumulate more and not have all that risk and headache. Have dry powder so you can buy down lower, but also to be able to buy your girlfriend ice cream. You don't have to stress over this. You have time. And if you don't have time, as long as you have Bitcoin, you're still exposed to the markets. So if things do go down, right, or go up, you can always use that Bitcoin to buy other cryptocurrencies, mid caps, and so on. There's a whole strategies to this. But people get too excited, too emotional, and that's what gets them wrecked. I love it. Makes sense. Now, you, you are a big proponent of Bitcoin and Ethereum, but I think you also like some of the other top 25 tokens, right, like Chainlink and Polkadot, ADA, those kind of, those kind of tokens. So, well, I like coins that make sense. For example, if you like Ethereum, Link makes sense because Link is an oracle. It brings information to the blockchain. 
you can't really function without it. So if you believe in Ethereum and you don't believe in Link, it doesn't make sense. Now, you might be other oracles out there that are cheaper, whatever. We don't care. Big companies don't care about cheaper. They care about what works and proof of concept. So you want to go with the blue chips. That's why people buy um, uh, more expensive stuff. And uh, it, it just makes more sense. It's business, right? So uh, basically, um, then, 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 then there's the cryptocurrencies like Polygon, which is a layer two solution, but it's also niching down in the gaming industry. And I know that works because the assets we're releasing for our games are using Polygon because it just makes more sense. So for me, that's a good bet. Now, I can go on and give you 10, 20, even 50 cryptocurrencies here from mid caps to low caps to, to crap coins. But the truth is you want to be accumulating Bitcoin. Why? Well, for people that don't know this, everyone's like, oh, Bitcoin's all tech. Well, no, it's not. Bitcoin is sound money and hard money. Now, I'm not, I'm not going to go into this in this video. It's going to be too long. But you have to know what that is to understand Bitcoin. It's not about the tech. It's more about that. It's got to do with sound money and hard money. And you can read the Bitcoin standard by Seyfedina Moose so you can learn a little bit more about how money works and why Bitcoin is perfect the way it is. That said, if you want to get rich, you accumulate altcoins. If you want to get wealthy, you accumulate Bitcoin. Because you want to protect that wealth. And it's very different than getting rich. And the best example I can give you, just so you can understand, because there's a lot of examples I can give you, is this. If you were to sell your house tomorrow, but you had to accept cryptocurrency, would you accept XRP, Polygon, Link? Satan, or would you accept Bitcoin? And if you say anything else other than Bitcoin, have fun being poor because you just gambled with your house. Bitcoin will come back. There's proof of per, more, more than other ones, right? Probabilities. There's proof of concept, and you can always trade and barter in Bitcoin with high price items like a house. It's a spendable store of value. I love it, and I think. I think you said said it so perfectly. So if I understood you correctly, especially for people that are maybe, you know, working, you know, a 40 hour a week job, don't have a ton of extra money. If they really want to try to create wealth and swing the wealth needle in their favor, they need to start off by investing in some altcoins. But as their altcoins start to perform in order to protect that money, and to keep it long term, they want to start moving it into Bitcoin. Is that basically what you said? Yes, but if you knew that Bitcoin sound money, you would start with Bitcoin as well. Okay. Because a very big difference. So let me give you a brief history of money here so you can understand what's going on. Because there's different things that money is that people don't really understand. They used to use seashells as money or even rocks, and people don't understand this, they don't grasp the concept. But those seashells were very hard to obtain, and they were very rare. Now, when they were used to trade with seashells in villages, it was very hard for them to obtain these seashells, of course. Now, when people from other countries came and discovered these villages, and they wanted to trade for different things these villages had, they didn't care about money. They cared about seashells. So for them, it was easy because they had ships and they bought all these seashells from abroad and started buying everything. Well, congratulations, you just created inflation. So those seashells are now not as expensive as they were. Also, as technology rises, it's easier to deep dive and get your own seashells. So guess what? That adds to the, uh, the, the inflation. And that's what's happening now with money right now. Uh, same thing with rocks. It was very hard to get a big rock. They used to put it in the, in the middle of the village and they had representations of that rock. As they bought technology and rocks over, unfortunately, that didn't work. It worked for hundreds of years, though. It just didn't over time. Now, the best system we had was the gold standard. Now, the gold standard worked perfectly but had its flaws. Bitcoin is the next step towards the future of an economic system because it is decentralized. It's hard money. It's sound money. No one can stop it, right? And it just makes a sense in the evolutional queue of money. Now, a lot of people say it will never become money. I'm not saying it will replace money. 
I'm saying it will coexist with money. And I'm saying that it might be your even your best chance to fight. And I'm going to get biblical here because since you 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 have what's going on, blockchain may be the birth of the actual um, uh, sign of the beast. Because think about this. When I was 16 years old, I said this. They will put a chip in your hand. You can't buy and sell uh, without it. And you have right hand or your forehead. It's the mark of the beast. And they will hunt you down if you don't get it after three and a half years. Right? All that. Now, this was a mark back then. Well, now with blockchain, they can control you with CBDCs. They can cut your money off. They can know where you are and everything. So, it unfortunately, Bitcoin or, or blockchain gave birth to this possibility but at the same time, Bitcoin may be the actual only thing that can fight it. So it's an astonishing world we're living in right now. And you see where things are going. That, and I know I'm going all over the place right now. You might not even believe all this stuff, but that's okay. But even if you just think about it, this was actually prophesized 2,000 years ago. But even if you don't look at the religious aspect of it, everyone agrees with the control and what's going on with these movements and everything right now. Well, maybe it's good to take a little bit of cautious, but also understand how economic cycles work, how countries change. Like uh, America's been what? Um, the American standard for over 100, 150 years. It, 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 it's time to change. Maybe China's next. So we have to look forward and see what's going on. And right now they want to control everything with CBDCs and a new system. And it, in a way, it's obviously it's bad. But in a way, it's a blessing in disguise. Otherwise, we'll have a third world war. They want to decrease uh, the, the, the population. They want to do a whole bunch of stuff, and they are. But maybe it's this way that's easier for them to do, and people are taking advantage of it, and elites, and blah, 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 and WEF, and all the stuff you know and talk about. I love it, man. So real quick here, kind of a just an off topic. We're talking about mindset. You've authored a lot of books. Yeah. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that you've probably done some reading. And I was just curious. I'm going to name off four or five books. And I want you to tell me if you've read any of these. I could be wrong, but I'm going to go out yeah. on a limb, folks. And I'm going to say that Paul has read probably at least three out of the four of these books that I'm going to mention. But let's see. Um, so have you read Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill? Yes, I Ben Gay the Third was also um, Napoleon Hill was his mentor. Right, okay. we used to work together, so I know a lot of stories about Napoleon Hill that other people don't know. There's actually um, a documentary coming out called The Last Protege. Uh, it's on Ben Gay the Third. So yeah, he was with Napoleon Hill and Zig Ziglar. So sweet. Yeah, have you read Have you read How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale yes, Carnegie? Yes, I have by Dale Carnegie. Yep. Have you read Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert yes, I have, Kiyosaki? By Kiyosaki, Robert Kiyosaki, yeah. By any chance, have you read The Magic of Thinking Big? Yes. By, uh, Dr. J Folks, I swear to God, we didn't plan this. We haven't talked about yeah. this. The reason, <laughs> the reason that this came up was because I was talking to Cowboys of Crypto last week, and he started naming off all of these books that he read, and I started grabbing. It was kind of funny, you know, like I have them. I have them sitting here, but I started grabbing, you know, all these books, Failing Forward and blah, blah, blah. But I realized, you know, early in my life that wealthy people are normally readers, that they that they understand the importance of educating themselves. And the way it was taught to me is that the world in general is negative. You can't avoid the negative. You can try to get rid of as much of it as you as possible. But in order to get rid of the negative, you have to replace it with the positive. And that is a that is an action word. You can't just hope that it happens. You have to you have to decide and and do things in your life that add that positivity to your life. So I just wanted to do that so that any of my viewers here that are like, oh, that's a bunch of hogwash. I'm not going to read that they start to see that this is a common theme in people that have what they want to have. If you want to have what the crypto factor has, if you want to have what I have, you know, which is no jobs, freedom to wake up when we want to wake up, do what we want to do. My wife doesn't work. You know, if you want to have those things, you know, there's a saying out there in, in general public, like it's bad to be a copycat. 
but I'm not, I don't believe in that. In fact, my saying is it's, it's great to be a copycat. Just make sure you're copying the right cat. <laughs> so anyways, that was, that was kind of fun. Thank you. I'll, for tell you something about, I'll tell you something about reading as well. People don't understand this. I used to hate reading, by the way. Uh, I had a friend that made me read. He actually tricked me into reading. <laughs> and he told me when you read the book, you have to read the title, read the back, read about the author, then start reading the book. Now, over time, and then he told me he never read the books. But, <laughs> but over time, what reading does, you learn to learn. So the more you read, the more your brain adapts and starts learning easier, you start remembering more. And basically, when you read and not just listen, you imagine the words. So you're also exercising your mind. So reading is vital. It's extremely important. Awesome. I love it. And real quick here, I hadn't done this yet, but I do want to go into the chat real fast and just say mm -hmm. hello to a few people. Hey, Greg, thank you for being here. I appreciate you. My favoriteest person in the chat is my wife. She's always here helping to support me, reminding people to like and subscribe. She always reminds me to tell everybody that this is not financial advice. And, uh, you know, Crypto Factor and I, we're not, we're not, you know, licensed financial advisors. We don't have our securities licenses. We're just a couple of guys that created freedom in our lives through cryptocurrency. And we like to share our stories. And if that helps you in your life, that is fantastic. We got well, let me say something about that. Let me say something yeah. about that. Because sure. a lot of people just say it's not financial advice because I'm in Greece, so it doesn't apply to me. Right. So if I if I say this even if I say it's financial advice, not doesn't really apply. But what the thing is, when I say I don't give financial advice, I'm not a financial advisor, it's because I don't understand, A, your age, your risk tolerance, where you live, what kind of money you make, what your risk um, factors are, um, if you have anything during your family, if you're investing. You cannot give financial advice without information. Yes. So you can't just, it's not like one suit fits everybody. My risk tolerance and, and, and my style is very different than other people. So when people say, you know, I don't give financial advice, I'm not a financial advisor, it's not just because of the law in America, which obviously you are, you have to say it. It's about how can I give you advice when I don't know nothing about you? It's just, it doesn't work. Very true, man. Thank you for interjecting that. Dilemma. Thank you for being here. Yes, definitely. Always good vibes. My cousin Steve Varnell in Washington State supporting the channel. Your own nation. This is a, a new name. I'm, maybe this is one right. of your guys. You know, somebody from uh, the Crypto Factor jumping in. We appreciate all of you guys from Crypto Factor community. And uh, we got Eric in here. Thank you for being here. Appreciate it. And then we got a GT Nuts. Saw you on Wendy O. Now I sub. Mm. Hey, that's fantastic. I'm going to have to go look for that. I didn't know that she had shared anything well maybe maybe she he's talking about you were you on wendy o no i have not been on wendy o. i've heard of I've, heard, I've seen her channel i've seen her i never no, talked she... to her uh by the way my dog just came in he usually does that he just barges in he's a pit bull so oh, hey cool man i got four of them myself so the elevator. dogs are welcome man Bring him up into your lap. Show him off on the on the on the stream if you want to. This is a book. this is a great book. Hey, hey, hey uh, Paul, have you read this book? I love this book, The Richest Man in Babylon. Have you ever heard of that? Uh, book? I've read a summary. Okay, I've, I really enjoyed that book. I read it as a young man, probably 14, 15, 16 years old, and it and it's definitely a, a great book. And then we got Haydar Malik. He's usually number one in the chat today. He's a little bit a little bit off. He's coming in late, but you know, thank you, uh, thank you so much for uh, for being here. Appreciate appreciate you all. And uh, so nice. let's go. Let's dive back into the you know like the mindset. Like, what would you recommend for somebody that you know? Do, you know, you, you talk to them about cryptocurrency and they say something back to you like, yeah, that sounds great, but I don't have any money to invest. Um, Good money. You know, one of the things that I like to tell them is, you know, change, change your change your questions or change your thought right. pattern. Like I never, you know, I never say I can't afford it. And if I do, I try to beat a slap the crap out of myself a little bit because I can't afford it turns off all your creativity yeah. And your subconscious mind starts telling you yeah. all of the ways that you're right. Where if you just say one, change one word and just say how, 
can I yeah. afford it instead of, you know, and, and so, yeah. So what would, what would you tell somebody that's on here? That's like, man, I want to get wealthy in crypto, but I don't have any money to invest. How would you tell them to go about getting some money to invest? Well, the first thing I would say is work on you, work on yourself. And I know that sounds a bit cliche, but let me tell you the two best ways or two ways that you can do it very easily. Number one, the five people you hang out with, the five types of people you hang out with, you'll be the sixth. If you hang out with five losers, you'll be the sixth. If you hang out with five drug addicts, you'll be the sixth. If you hang out with five people that go to the gym, you'll be the sixth. Try and hang out with people that are what you want to become. Okay, that's number one. So your environment, your, your surroundings are extremely important. If you have a girlfriend that eats sweets all the time, you'll become fat. If you have a girlfriend that works out all the time, chances are you'll be fit. It just, that's how it works. That's number one. Number two, you need three types of hobbies. Okay. You need one hobby for your head, one hobby for your body, and one hobby to relax. So for your head to exercise your mind, it might be reading, it might be playing chess, okay? Exercise for your body, it might be kickboxing like I used to do, or it might be playing tennis. And then to relax, it might be walking and fishing. You need to have good hobbies because they become habits as well. Now, if you have bad hobbies, you become those bad hobbies. If you have good hobbies, you become those good hobbies. You are an accumulation of your hobbies and your um, uh, what you do every day that adds up over time. So if you want to change yourself and you want to have money and everything, you have to work on yourself first. Money will come to you when you're ready for it to come to you. Now, obviously, you're going to work. Obviously, you're going to study. Obviously, you're going to try and do a side hustle. That's all obvious, but it's only obvious when your mind is clear so you can do it. Man, I love that. And I wrote that down. I've never heard that three hobby example. And that was amazing. I agree. I mean, a thousand percent. I've never heard it said like that. But one of the things that I love about these collaborations, having new people on the channel is, you know, you just, you know, that was amazing. Thank you for sharing that. You're welcome, man. Yeah, absolutely. So what else is on your mind? What, what you know, if you, if you, you know, just if I gave you the floor and let you talk about whatever it was that was on your mind, what what would you what would you talk about? Sure. So the first thing I will tell you is there's more ways to make money in cryptocurrency rather than actually trading cryptocurrency or buying cryptocurrency. That's just one part of it. You can make cryptocurrency by learning skills or using skills you already possess in crypto or anything else you want. So for example, if you are a video editor, you can start editing videos in cryptocurrency for other people. If you want to become a YouTuber, you can make a YouTube channel for cryptocurrency. If you want anything you can do, if you're a photographer, you can start make, photographing models with a concept of crypto. You can, if, if you have a little bit of imagination like a DP and so on. So basically that will get you known and will open you up to more people that are in the industry. And that way you can start working in the industry. If you are in sales and marketing, cold call some companies, start seeing if they want sales, start seeing if they want community managers, start seeing if they want social media. Uh, if you are anything you want to do, um, you don't have to buy the actual crypto. You can literally work in crypto. People, there's so much demand and so little supply in cryptocurrency that it's just easy to get into. It really is, and I recommend everybody to do it, not just because it's in crypto, but you get paid so much more than other industries, especially in bull markets, because there's no um, supply. There's a lot of demand, people are scared, and, and whenever there's a bear market, people leave. And that's another thing I wanna to talk to you about since I just mentioned that. Whether it's a bear market in cryptocurrency or a bear market in general, most people are contracting right now. Whether you have, you have a business, you're contracting, they're scared. When you, you have cryptocurrency, they're selling, they're scared. Whether you, you, you know, people are stop paying for ads because they're scared that they don't want to spend some money. Start expanding. Start expanding when everybody else is contracting. It's your chance to get above the noise. 
when there's a lot of bullish momentum and markets are great and stock markets are great, you will never be able to get above the noise. Right now, it's the best time to promote. It's the best time to get into stuff. It's the best time to get start working. It's the best time to do ads because you can actually get above the noise. And when things turn around, year, two years, you can take market share. Amen. Another time, just another amazing example of success leaves clues. Um, I just noticed uh, we have uh, cow, Cowboys of Crypto in the uh, in the chat watching this. He hey, was just on a, yeah, yes. yeah, man, he was just on Around the Blockchain on Tuesday. Did an amazing job on Around the Blockchain. And uh, he's the gentleman that I told you had read Think and Grow Rich and How right. to Win Friends and Influence People and, and Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And uh, he also talked about this while he was on the mm -hmm. channel. And I was mentioning to him that I have some very successful friends, a, a gentleman named Ed Milet that's worth hundreds of millions, probably closing in on a billion. He just, he's got a, his own TV show is starting up. But long story short, I've been listening to him for the last couple of years. And he always talks about how right now during this pandemic and all of the different stuff that have been happening, this is the time to put your foot on the gas yeah. and you can, pass everybody that's doing exactly what you said all of those businesses all of those youtubers that are taking time off i know i have a, a friend that's a youtuber that hasn't done a video in six months he's going to regret it when the bull market starts back up and i agree with you us that are working hard and adding value we're going to explode when when things come back and those that decided to just check out and then try to come back in when it when it's all fine and dandy again aren't going to be anywhere near as successful. So that's such a huge point. And I I'm hope that people see, man. I'm watching to see. I'll be making videos when I'm in hospital if I can. You'll see me in, I've done it before on my other channel. I was in hospital like we, we, <laughs> it might not be the best looking video in the world, but but I'm going to be doing it, man. I when my spleen got attacked the other day. Today I was in so much pain. I managed to get a video out before. Uh, and I think I got one out after as well. You just have to keep going. And um, it's 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 a mindset. It's the way you're wired. By the way, um, cowboy and crypto. Uh, my sisters in Texas. They promised me a cowboy hat. So if we ever go and show together, I'm gonna wear that cowboy hat. They're gonna send me because I always loved having cowboy hats, man. Uh, I got a thing for cowboys. So not not like a thing for you as a cowboy. I'm just saying. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I'll connect it to <laughs> you. I'm sure. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I'll connect the two of you. I'm sure that he would love to come on your channel and probably sure. would enjoy having you come on his channel too. So uh, right. that would be fantastic, man. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> he says, bro, I expect you to wear a cowboy hat. I got to wear a bro. cowboy hat. <laughs> I, as, as long as they as long as they send it to me, which they will, they promised. My 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 sister's new boyfriend said it. she she even asked me for the boots if I want the boots. I'm like, look, if I walk around in Greece with the boots, I might you know my girlfriend might leave me. But um, <laughs> I will do the I will do the hat because I'm just insane like that. I'll probably wear it around here, and um, it's gonna be interesting. Awesome. And so speaking of your cancer, is the cancer that you're fighting right now just the, the same cancer that you had beaten once and it came back, or is it a new right. cancer? This is the third right. time. It's, it's aggressive non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, mantle. Um, now I just got approved today, which is very good for CAR-T therapy. And what that is, is I'm going to go to a hospital in about a week or 10 days. They're going to take out some cells, some T-cells. They're going to send them to America. God bless America. They're going to send them to America. They're going to reprogram those T cells to attack cancer. They're going to send them back. It's going to take about a month. Meanwhile, I'll be getting chemotherapy. Then they'll come back and they'll put them inside me. And I have a pretty good chance of making it after. Uh, I could also die in hospital, but, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll make it. Uh, I bet my life on it. <laughs> Amen. Amen, man. <laughs> That's, you know, I was I was reading, uh, I want to say it's called The Power of Positive Thinking by Napoleon Hill, you know, another book. And he talked about how many, many doctors will, will uh, I can't think of the word. They will, uh, they will agree that one of the main things in healing is a person's mindset. Oh, of course. People that have a, have a positive, I'm going to beat this, I'm going to win mindset inevitably are right a lot the people that have given up and that have a negative attitude and that and yeah. that kind of you know have just resigned to their fate are a lot of times the ones that that don't make it so glad to see it's that you have that uh, 
it's funny because uh, when I'm pissed off at one of my doctors because I went in all excited about CAR-T therapy and everything. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do this. Let's do this. It's probably really good. And yeah, I can do it. And she's like, not so fast. <laughs> and I had to sit there and sign all these papers and telling me how bad it's going to be. And I'm like, I don't want to know this shit. I mean, come on. <laughs> really? She's like, well, you're probably going to die. And uh, chances are you're going to, I'm like, why are you telling me this? <laughs> <laughs> right. It's crazy how often they're wrong, man. I don't believe anything the doctors say. Hey, Brian from uh, Average Joe Crypto, man. Thanks for showing up. Another another channel that uh, I'm really good friends with, a gentleman named Average Joe Crypto, does some amazing uh, TA, some great technical analysis, and is a lot of fun. He's he's a he's a he's a cool uh, cool live streamer, and so uh, Brian from his team is here. Appreciate you being here, and uh, man, this has been a great interview. I don't want to end it, but I know that it's. <laughs> almost 11 o'clock your time and i also know that this won't be the only time that uh we get together man that now that you've been on the show once i'm sure that we'll get you back on here again in the not too distant future hey i love these super chats i just got my super chats awesome. turned on not too long ago thank you very much brian for the five dollar super chat man that's a uh, greatly appreciated um so before we before we uh, you know just you know totally call it a day. So you don't recommend necessarily buying now. If I understood that part of the video correct, if it gets if Bitcoin runs up to twenty two five up into the twenty five thousand dollar range, closer to makes it support. That's where I would start yeah. getting in and be careful yeah. if it goes under to get out. Yeah. Um, and if it goes down to the fifteen point six k to seventeen k level, that's when I'm going to start buying. And if it goes down lower, I'll buy a little bit more, but 50% of my location will go down at 17 to 15K. 50% of my money will go in. Okay. So you're, That's not, you're not, yeah. so you're not a big, uh, a lot of people I hear talking about the possibility of Bitcoin getting down as low as 10, maybe even sub 10K range. I know anything's I so, possible, man. but I don't you, think you, so. you know why? You let, me let me explain for the technical analysis analyst in here. Number one, we never went up to 100K. I actually called 84K, which I was pretty wrong, but I actually called 84K, but we never got up there. Now, the thing is with um, most um, calls, most bottom and top calls, forget TA for a second, it's usually where everybody is wrong. Now, the way this has to work, in my opinion, as a contrarian, it needs to get out the amateurs, but it also needs to get out the pros. Too many people are calling for less price. What's the sweet spot that most people will be wrong? So why would it go down to 12K, 10K and not bounce 15K, 15.6K where most people will be scared? I think that would be capitulation. I would argue we already had the capitulation one time. And I really think it's going to bounce from that. Now, it might not, but I'm trying to bet where most people will get burnt, both pros and amateurs. Now, there is a chance we go even lower than that, and that will pretty much burn everyone. Yes, of course. Uh, but that happened after all these macroeconomics that I wasn't aware of when I made this prediction last year. <laughs> right? Um, but that's where I'm looking at. So I'm buying 50% of my dry powder. I'm getting in about 15.6 to 17K, then 25% around 14K, maybe to all the way down to 12. And then if it goes to 10, I'll buy some more. And if it goes lower than that, well, I guess what? I'll just have to wait because I don't have any money. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. If you got a couple more minutes, I did think of a couple other uh, quick questions. I don't want to put you on no, the spot If this is something that uh, that you're not, you know, familiar with, I'm sure you are. But if for some reason, you know, this isn't a, a good uh, question, let me know. But I'm curious about this Ethereum uh, proof of work fork IOU, you know, the yeah. ETHW down to $8.80. Yeah. What do you think about this token and should people be considering accumulating any of it? Well, I wouldn't buy or sell it. Uh, if you get some for free, you got it for free. Uh, you might as well keep it as an airdrop, but I think it's complete crap. I don't think it's going to do anything. And I think it's a sucker's play. And the reason is Ethereum is going to continue in innovation on Ethereum. That's why the fork happened. This is just a play from some miners to make money and so pure speculation. Now, if you want to see if you want to see if there's somewhere else these miners are going to go, I would be looking at Ethereum Classic, 
uh, which is something I called last week, as well as Ravencoin. And I did say for a quick swing, make sure you don't keep that or hold that. And it turned out to be right. Um, but no, I wouldn't be looking at this personally. It's, it's it best case scenario, it becomes another Ethereum classic, which it's not because we already have that. Okay, perfect. I'm glad that, glad that I asked. I wasn't uh, exactly sure what to what to think about it. So appreciate it you. Mean uh, we'll make money out of it. It's just, I'm just giving you my two Satoshis. Yeah, I, I love it. Thank you for that. And then uh, <clears throat> are you, do you think that we're going to see any real positivity and excitement in the market where we get back up to not, not all time highs, but even like say 35, 40,000 before yes. the Bitcoin having in, in 2024, or do you think we got to wait till 2024, 2025 to get up back to 35, 40,000? Well, as I said last year, I think this market will bounce after the summer. I'm expecting the bounce to happen anytime soon, a month, maybe two at tops. Uh, I don't know where it's going to go up to, um, but I'm pretty positive we're going to start going up. So my thesis is that the Bitcoin bottom is in or it's going to be in in the next month or two tops. We're going to start going up, but this is going to reflect in the price in 2023. So it's going to be a hindsight condition. So we're in 2023, we'll be like, oh, that was the bottom. Um, that's the way I see it. Now, it's going to take time to go up there again. It's not going to go straight up recovery. Um, but I do think that this monthly candle, maybe the next, is the one that's going to mark the bottom. We should be starting going up. Now, if you ask me why about news and this and that, I don't care about news. Uh, I don't give a crap about news. There's news for the classes and there's news for the masses. We'll never know the news for the classes. We only get the news for the masses, which is justifying moves to make sense or what they want us to believe. So I don't know what's going to happen. So this, this thing turns around. Maybe there's peace uh, in the Ukraine and Russia. Uh, maybe something else happens. Maybe they have to, um, to to start printing money again. Or maybe Bitcoin decouples. I don't know what the event's going to be. But in my analysis, I really think it's going to turn around by the end of this year for sure. Now, I might be wrong. I'm just telling you my thesis. All right, cool. Last question, hopefully, unless something else comes to my mind. Any questions if, you had to, if, if you had to uh, you know, go out on a limb during the next bull run, which is probably going to be towards you know the middle to end of 2024, beginning of 2025, a lot of people think, what do you think Bitcoin is going to top out at? Best guess 80, for the next 80, bull run. 84 to 140K. Really? Okay. As low as 84, huh? Well, I'm conservative. Yeah. So I don't, I, I could say 250,000, obviously, but I don't like doing that. I like being conservative. I was conservative last year and I said 84K and we didn't even reach that. Yeah. So why okay. should I? And I even told everyone to take profits before 84K. So, and I have videos saying that. So, if you want to make predictions, which are, for me, pointless, but if you're going to make a prediction, don't overshoot it so much to give you hopium that blinds you to not take profits and work with it. Aim lower, take your profits, and then let some run. And if that runs, that's great. If it goes to 250K, great. I'll take 84, I'll take 250. But the risk-reward rate, you don't want to weigh too much. So I'm looking at 84K to 140K. I will take most of my profits there. And I'll probably have $25,000 or 25%, depending on how much you want to play at that time, depends on how I'm looking at it, to keep riding. I'm not greedy. Bulls make more money. Bears make money. Pigs get slaughtered. <laughs> I love that, man. Good saying. All right, man. Well, I appreciate your time here. Real quick, I haven't done this before, but I feel led to do it today. Is it okay with you if I say a quick prayer for you? Please do. I'm, I'm, I'm awesome, always man. Yes, thank you. I love it, man. Dear Father in heaven, God, I just love you so much, and I thank you for all that you do in our lives. I thank you for blessing me with this new relationship with Paul and, and the Crypto Factor YouTube family. And uh, God, I just pray that you would help Paul to get through this cancer as he's already done two other times. Lord, we trust in you. We know that you're going to heal him, God. And I just pray that you give him the peace and the strength to go through whatever it is that he needs to go through and, and get through it to come out the other side. 
Lord, this amazing man has a lot to do, a lot to share, a lot to give in this world. And so, Lord, we just ask that you keep him around for a long, long time. Lord, I also pray for his doctors to have good discernment, Lord. Please help lead them in the right ways and to treat him in the way that is going to most successfully cure his cancer, Lord. And we just, you know, pray all of this and we believe in you and we trust in you. And, and in Jesus' precious name, amen. Amen. Thank you, man. I love you, man. I know that I know that we don't know each other well, but I, I feel I this feel connection. It. And uh, I just, you know, what an amazing hour. And whether anybody ever watches it or not, I had one of the best hours of my life today with you. And I appreciate you being on here so much. Thank you, Brad. It was an honor. All right, man. We'll talk to you again soon. God bless everybody. Thank you all for watching. Make sure you like that, you know, like the video, hit the subscribe button. And if you haven't yet, go check out Paul and Crypto Factor YouTube and get subscribed to his channel. With that, folks, take care and we'll see you again soon.